It's Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly Eton, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.myspace.com. Hear God's Word at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the Word. We'll move all the doubt and cause us Amen. Amen. We want to thank everyone who's, uh, who's fasting and praying today. And if you didn't have an opportunity to fast and pray today, we want to encourage you to do it uh, uh, Thursday or Friday or Saturday. And also want to remind you that... Uh, Pray for your ten most wanted as we're fasting and praying. And also, invite somebody that you may come in contact with out at Walmart or wherever you're just doing daily. Invite them out to uh, church this Share the Love Sunday. Uh, I shared the statistic this uh, Sunday that 75 to 90% of people are in church because they were invited to come. Amen. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, set aside this, and this is a part of the Share the Love vision. We've set aside uh, the fourth Sunday to invite uh, people out. Amen. 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 So we want you to be about our Father's business. And uh, also, um, just a little word about fasting and praying. Uh, uh, you can fast away from something other than food. I, I had to share that with someone else because uh, God wants us to be wise. And if you have to take certain medicines, you need food on your stomach. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen? Anybody ever taking medicine where you need food on your stomach, you're going to be sick. Amen? That's just not wise, okay? And God knows your heart. So right. you can fast and pray. And I, I told somebody... Was it the other day? I said, hey, you can fast and pray from television. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, whatever you fast and pray, you know, make your vow before the Lord. Uh, we say from 8 to 8. If you want to do it from 6 to 6, that's good. If that's good for you, that's 12 hours. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's good as well. And uh, ultimately, we're trying to get folks to intercede on behalf of the 10 most wanted and to intercede on behalf of our church. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. But you got to be wise. And uh, so we want to thank those who have fasted and prayed today. And, uh, and we pray if you didn't have an opportunity again, uh, we set aside a time. But really, we, you know, I feel like I'm a politician. I'm soliciting your prayers, okay? And if you couldn't get it today, 
you know, just like if you get votes, you couldn't if you couldn't vote in the morning or vote in the evening, it's, it's, it's the same vote, amen? <laughs> so if you couldn't get to it today, we want you to try to get to it uh, fasting and praying uh, before Share the Love Sunday because we want God to do a special work on Share the Love Sunday, amen? Amen. 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 So we want to thank you and we want to encourage you. Y'all think we should have this Denise get the mic or we're going to oh, let yeah. her get by? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let her get it. Okay. <laughs> get, send this back there. Yeah. See, she got back there. Yeah. Thought she that slip yeah, line. Just, just, just real quick. Nothing by. Just snuck in. Just right. <laughs> Tonight we're going to uh, always, you know, put before you the vision, what it looks like, imagine it. Uh, not only imagine what it looks like, but imagine I'm right, I'm right here right now. That's why I'm imagining myself. If you, you brother, you need to imagine yourself right there in the sanctuary. You sisters, y'all somewhere up in here, somewhere back in there, okay? Yeah. Got to get there before you get there. Amen. Amen. And we continue to pray uh, for this vision to build. Amen. 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 And we talked about Bethlehem. Share the love. Amen. We were talking about this vision and now we're trying to do it. That's what the fasting and praying is all about. And uh, we want to be a church that lives it and gives it. Amen. 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 Because if you're not living it. Ain't nobody going to want to take what you giving out. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And uh, we pray that you spoke to Sister Eton to get your uh, T-shirts. We have them in pink. We have them in burgundy. And prayerfully, we'll have them here uh, by uh, March, Share the Love Sunday. Amen. 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 Again, we try to get you to talk a little bit more on tonight. And, uh, and if you have any other questions that you, you have uh, during our time, other than what's on the board here, you can feel free to kind of uh, ask it and, and ask it out of yourself. Uh, but uh, we're going to be talking about tonight questions. It's on your mind, so you can jot down and try to get an answer because you may get this pop quiz. Uh, what city would you live in if you could... Uh, if you had your choice, what city would you live in if you had your choice? Uh, this one is, if you can have anything uh, you ask God for, what would, what would it be? If you, if you could ask God for anything, what would it be? And lastly, uh, do you believe that God blesses you as you obey him? Do you believe that God blesses you as you obey him? Again, what city? If you could choose any city, not just in America, in the world, what city would you live in? Um, if you could ask God for one thing, what would it be? And uh, do you believe that God blesses you 
as you obey him. Amen? Amen. We're continuing in this Be Brave series as we're encouraging you. Uh, Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. For the Lord your God will be with you everywhere you go. And we're seeing this manifest in Joshua's life. This was in Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. We're in chapter 11 today. And, and we're seeing why God told uh, Joshua uh, to be strong and courageous. What y'all think? Got two people that just snuck in. Yep. What y'all think? Catch him on the other side. <laughs> but Joshua, uh, chapter one, verse nine, and we're seeing right now. Uh, we're seeing right now why God made this command. I mean, because they've been in it. Yeah, they've been. They've been warring. Uh, so this is why God told them to be. Strong and courageous, and, 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 and to do not be afraid. And we'll see from tonight why God said, Don't be afraid, don't be discouraged. And He says He'll be with them everywhere they go. Amen. Amen. Tonight, we're going to pose the question Who says you can't have it all? Hmm. Who says you can't have it all? Joshua chapter 11, verses 12 to 15. Joshua chapter 11, verses 12 to 15. And uh, my my secretary just got back in town, so she didn't have time to run the, uh, the uh, handouts. Um, but we'll try to have them there here Sunday, just in case uh, you want them. Um, let's read this out loud together at the same time on 3. Joshua chapter 11, verse 12 through 15. Joshua chapter 11, verse 12 to 15. Let's read it on 3. 1, 2, 3. Joshua did it, and he left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. Who says you can't have it all? In the text tonight, we're going to see what Joshua did. Joshua took the cities. Joshua took the cash, or what the Bible calls the plunder, and really, he was successful and able to have it all because he took the commands. 
So Joshua took the cities, Joshua took the cash, and Joshua took the commands. And we want Christians to know tonight that Christians can have all that God has for them if they obey. Christians can have all that God has for them if they obey. I've been trying to encourage you to read uh, the whole context of, of the study, and, and I want to encourage you to go back and read this whole chapter, chapter 11. Um, because chapter 11 is uh, it's a bugaboo of a chapter. And I'm going to give you a little background information on chapter 11. And when you we came from chapter 10, in chapter 10, Joshua had to deal with the Amorites who got together because to destroy the Gittites and the Gittites, they were mad at the Gittites because they made a peace treaty uh, with Israel and uh, so they got mad and as we learned Sunday and they attacked, came up against the Gideonites and, uh, and attacked the Gideonites. The Gideonites sent a messenger to Joshua and said, hey, they're they about to take a dime, man. We need your help. Send somebody. Joshua ran, runs him and all of his army, travels all night long to be in an all-day battle. And Joshua was about to get the victory, but he looked up like about now and he could tell that the sun was about to go down and he wouldn't be able to get the complete victory. So out of his spirit, he spoke to the sun and the moon and told them to be still. And he told him to be still because he wanted to have the total and complete victory over all these people who got uh, collectively got came together against the Gibeonites. But in this text, once you see after this battle, you'd have thought that hey, them folk done learned something in the land. But at the beginning of chapter 11, you'll see that there's some folks, some other folk in the northern uh, part of, of the country of, of Cana. They got together, collectively got together. And the Bible said there were so many of them that the number, the sands of the seashore. Hello, somebody. And, 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 but, and God started talking to Joshua again. Don't be afraid. Hello, somebody. Uh, you can be encouraged tonight when folk get together and collectively come together against you and you've got some enemies. God says tonight, don't be afraid. Hey, uh, don't be afraid because I'm about to do for you. I'm about to do for you uh, what I'm going to do for David in, in, in the future. When David says that the, thou, uh, what does he do before my enemies? I prepare us a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Hello, somebody. And, and anyway, to make a long story short, Joshua gets the victory over this vast army of the, you know, they said they had the seashore, the, the sands on the seashore. It was a bit, so he got the victory. And what we're seeing here in the text that we're looking at tonight, we're seeing uh, what Joshua continued to do. He continued to take the cities, he continued to take the cash because he took the commandments. But somebody here, uh, this video shows, uh, gives you encouragement from another text that if you, if you have enemies, if you got people collectively coming against you, 
God says tonight that God's got your back. Say to your neighbor, 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 or neighbor, or neighbor. God's got your back. God's got your back. Let's look at this video. What do you do when things are really tough? You're surrounded. Everyone is against you, and you're not sure what to do. Usually, when faced with this type of situation, we have what we normally call our two fight or flight options. We have a choice to stand and bang it out, or put on our running shoes and get out of harm's way. There's a third choice for us, and it's illustrated in the Bible in what could have been one of the best movie battle scenes ever. It seriously would have looked like an epic Lord of the Rings finale, except that instead of swords and archers and orcs and mighty deeds of valor, the people won by singing. Yep, this is the third option when we're faced with a stressful situation and aren't sure what to do. Fight, flight, or sing. I want to encourage you to add more praise and singing in your life. In the Bible, there's a story of King Jehoshaphat, who was told one day that a vast army is coming against you, king, from Edom, from the other side of the sea. The king panicked and called the entire nation to pray and seek the Lord. And this makes sense, because the nation of Judah at this time wasn't quite the nation that was going to successfully choose the fight option. They didn't have the military resources to stand against this enemy. And unless they were planning on abandoning their children, their flight option was out too. So King Jehoshaphat, with no options left, prays and says this, and I quote, For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. The Lord answers and tells him, Do not be afraid or discouraged because That's of right. this vast army. Yes, For the sir. battle is not yours, but not God's. Yours. Tomorrow, march down against them, and you will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. God says, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out, face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. So King Jehoshaphat, with nothing else to do and no other options, decides to trust God and lead with singing. He appoints men to march at the head of the army, praising God and singing. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. Again, just visualize a huge movie battle scene, but put a choir in the front of the army. The question is not, did it work? But rather, did God work? And the answer is yes, always. When you're faced with something like this vast army in your life, you're not sure what to do, you have no options, lead with singing. Sing because you trust in the Lord. Sing because you have no other options and no idea what to do. Sing because the situation is beyond you. Then stand firm and see the deliverance of God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And praise the Lord. He was telling the story of what happened in 2 Chronicles 20, uh, beginning with church, uh, verse 15. But in this text, we see that Joshua had come against this vast army. And God once again told him not to be afraid. God's got his back. Somebody tonight, God is saying, don't be afraid. God's got your back. Amen. Right. And when you know God's got your backs, then who says you can't have it all? Hello, somebody. Let me say that again. When you know that God's got your back, who says you can't have it all? So in this text, we see that Joshua would take the cities. It says Joshua took all of, of, of these royal cities, all them folk, that vast army that came against him a little earlier early in the chapter. He took all of the royal cities. 
and he took uh, their kings and he put them to the sword. Hello, somebody. And he totally destroyed them as Moses, the servant of God, had commanded. He destroyed. He, he took the raw. He took everything. And many times in our lives, it seems like it, that that army is coming against us to destroy us. But actually, God, it may be a setup for your blessing. Hello, somebody. What God brings, and it seems like that's what God did. And instead of Joshua having to go to all these different cities and fight. He just brought them all together in one place. Hello, somebody. <laughs> and, he, and, and he told them not to be afraid, and he conquered. And then once he conquered, he had the cities because he'd already took the armies of the cities. Amen? So Joshua took the cities, what Deuteronomy uh, 2016 says. However, in the cities of the nations... Uh, the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. Do not leave alive anything that breathes. Hello, somebody. And, and this is what God had commanded, had commanded Moses. So he had to, Joshua had to do what God had commanded Moses. Because he had took, taken over the vision. Because we tell you all the time, the vision goes forth. The people may change. Like we talk about building a building. Now, hey. If it's a God thing and we don't want to do it, guess what? We can pass off the scene and God just give his instruction to somebody else who will do it. Hello, somebody. And that's what happened. Moses didn't get to make it into the promise. He didn't get to see all of these victories. He, he could have, but he allowed the people to get him distracted. And he disobeyed God. And, and when he disobeyed God, he missed out on the promises. And guess what? Joshua was there to inherit it. Joshua was the cleanup man. Hello, somebody. And Joshua went in and he did. What does it say? He says, as, as, and he totally destroyed them as Moses, the servant of the Lord, had been commanded. Hello, somebody. God says, I'm going to give you the city. And guess what? Anything breathing must die. Woo. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. That is deep. So, um... I got to thinking about this. He took the cities and, and just could imagine that this would be an inheritance to them. They were not just doing war, but these clans of 12 tribes would get to pick, would inherit which city they would live in. Hello, somebody. <laughs> which city they would live in. And I just couldn't have but to answer that. You know, what, what if we had that same thing? What if God says that you can have it? God says, who says... You can't have it all. And God says, what city do you want? I'll give it to you. Wow, that's deep. So this is why I asked this question. What city would you live in if you could uh, have your choice? Anybody want to answer that question? What city would you live in if you had your choice? Anywhere. Say so you, you asked for the continent of Africa. I said the city, not a whole continent. He said, "Yeah, in all them different countries." But uh, well, you, uh, what I say, brothers, pick a city there. There's a whole lot of them, like you said. Just pick one city. Anybody <laughs> else? Yeah. Mantico Bay, that's Jamaica. Hello, somebody. That's a good, that's a nice city. Yeah, yeah that's nice. <laughs> Anybody else? Arkansas. You live in Arkansas? What city? Uh, Little Rock. Between Little Rock and Hot 
Oh, okay. Okay. I think that's a pretty country place. Anybody else? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And I was expecting that from somebody. <laughs> I was expecting that from somebody. Yeah, yeah. You say. She ain't a valley girl. She ain't a girl. Where, anybody else? Where would you live? You can live anywhere. Anybody guess what Sister Eton would be if she? If she home. What you say? Your home. That, that ain't what I'm thinking about. That's not what I'm thinking about. Nah. You ain't ever heard her tell that story that before she met me, she wanted to retire to somewhere in Jamaica. <laughs> 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 so, so Paul Valley is the alternative to Jamaica. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but, but this is what these people they they had to do. They were going in, and and they literally went and had victory over all these cities, and and they would inherit where they wanted to stay. Hello, somebody. Uh, and if you know the story, there's uh, some tribes that decided to stay on the west side of the Jordan because they had cattle and all that, and that was a better grazing place. So they said, hey, give us this land right here, and we'll go before you and help you conquer the land over there. But this land looks best for us because we got cattle and needs to graze. So they, they had choices. Hello, somebody. And, 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 and what I'm trying to get you to see is that as long as God is in your life, you've got choices. Hello, somebody. Amen. As long as Amen. you obey the word of God, you've got choices. You don't have to think that you've got to be somewhere just because you've got to be there. Hello, somebody. Your God is bigger. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. In Jesus' name. So, they would, they would conquer the cities and inherit the cities. Let's go on to this next video. Hi, this is Pastor Rick. Today, don't get nervous. We're going to talk about your stuff, your money, your possessions. There's a scripture and Proverbs that I really love when it comes to talking about money. Listen to what it says. It's a very simple text. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruit of all your increase. Here is the promise if you do that. Verse 10. So your barns will be filled with plenty, and your vats will overflow with wine. Now, you may not have a vat, but a vat is the thing of a big place you pour a bunch of wine in. So you don't have a barrel full of wine, but you get the point. If you honor God, he says, I will cause what you have to prosper. Now, there's a whole lot going on here that you want to catch real fast. Number one, God's talking about you and him. And he's talking about what you possess, stuff he gave you. And he's basically saying in this text, how you respond to that and how you relate to me with what I've given you says a lot about you and it says a lot about your love for me. And so the challenge here is to honor God with those possessions. So you go to work all day, what do you do once you earn your paycheck? Is he the first one you think of honoring? Now, Kezedek is uh, an interesting character in Genesis. When Lot was out there saving 
I'm sorry, Abraham, I apologize, was saving his nephew, Lot. Got those things for a minute. And uh, after Lot, who was his nephew, kind of ran off and was captured, and Abraham got an army together, and he ran and he saved, saved Lot. And all this happens in Genesis 14, they're about it. And so all this stuff takes place, and the first thing that Abraham does after delivering Lot from, from captivity he, with his army of about 600 men, he goes and he says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to honor God with the stuff I won in the battle. I'm going to honor the Lord with the first fruits of my possession. And it became a tithing model throughout the scripture. A model for all of us to say, whenever I have victory in my life, I think of God. Whenever I honor God, I think of what God's done for me, and I honor Him. Amen. Amen. And we talk about that honoring God because we see that Joshua took the cash, or it says, talks about plunder, and it says the Israelites carried off for themselves all the plunder, which is, we'll call that cash, and livestock of these cities. Uh, but all the people they put to the sword until they completely destroyed them. No sparing anyone that breathed. So we see that God had given them the victories over the cities and that the cities had resources within them. I know there's a movie now that, uh, I forgot the title of it, George Clooney and, uh, uh, what is that? No, no it's, a, it's a movie about uh, World War II, I believe, where, yeah, Monumental Men, where, where uh, they were trying to... Uh, Get the, uh, the, 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 the save the treasures or the works of arts that uh, that uh, Hitler was basically going to destroy because they were valuable. Okay, and uh, this is what they did. They 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 conquered the cities and they carried off for themselves the plunder and the livestock in these cities and. And the reason they were able to do that was because they put God first in their finances and then they gave him the first fruit. What was the first fruit of the land? What was it? First fruit of the land. What was it? That, that the children of God had to give to God for them to have victory. Now, maybe let me put it this way, and I know y'all know then. Somebody took something at that first city that they weren't supposed to take. Yeah, Achan. Okay. Now, Achan, now why was he not supposed to take something from that city? In these cities, they got to take uh, take uh, the plunder and the livestock. That was God's uh, That was his. He said. That was his. It was set aside. It was his first fruit. Hello, somebody. He told them that he wanted everything in this first city financially. Give me my tent part. Hello, somebody. Give me mine first. And then after you give me mine, guess what? 
You can have it all. Hello, somebody. You can have it all. Who says you can't have it all? When you put God first, uh, you can have it all. After you put Him first, and this is what they did. They put Him first. They uh, after they got right, they put Him first, and they took the cash and they carried it out for themselves. For themselves. This was not for God. It says for themselves. Can you imagine? They say that they took raw cities. Don't you think raw? Raw cities would have what? Raw treasures in it. Hello, somebody. Raw cities, that's what that's the city you want to take. The city that got the money. Hello, somebody. And they and they got to take it all for themselves. Hello, somebody. Numbers 31 11 says, and they took all the plunder and the spoil, including the people and the animals. In Numbers uh, 31. But in this text, it says anything that breathed, they, they put to death. But they took the spoils of the land. They could have it all. Who says you can't have it all? Let's pose the question here. If you could have anything you ask God for, what would it be? If you could have anything. Ooh, see, I was expecting that to win the lotto tonight. <laughs> but somebody knows the times would say that. Hello, somebody. <laughs> I, I heard they didn't win. Uh, what was it? Was it Sunday they didn't win? Or but, but yeah, I heard the money's collecting up. Whatever it collects up, boy, folks get to start talking about that, boy. Excited, boy. And somebody be trying to risk some stuff. Hello, somebody. Don't you be spending all your but anyway, Amen. You do just give it all away. You, you, you might as well. I mean, whatever we have right now, we just give it all away anyway. Amen. We pick Praise up, we buy stuff. We, you know, that's just my point of view. Amen. Now. That's my your life. point of view because you find the only one in here that's gonna give it all away. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> now God's gonna, now God's gonna get his, but I'm ain't gonna give it all away. Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's gonna be so much. It's abundance of it, and you You have to be wise also in your giving because people are taking advantage of you. That's why a lot of those folks, rather it's coming out the woodwork, ain't doing nothing, ain't never done nothing, then want you to give them $100,000. Well, I'm going to give you $100,000 for it. You ain't doing nothing. Up the, out there sitting up under the tree. Hello, somebody. <laughs> so God, you know, if somebody in here should get rich, you need to really pray because you're going to come against a great temptation and God ain't give you the money so you can waste it on somebody that's not doing nothing. Okay. What was that? I was going to remain a Oh, yeah, definitely. Ooh, definitely. That's, that's wisdom. Yeah, the some states you have to come back. On that ticket, it yeah, it depends on what state. Yeah, yeah but you, you it would be wise to be anonymous because because yeah, sure if you, you if you hit if you hit, and that's probably why I wouldn't ask the Lord to have me. Uh, I wouldn't ask the Lord to have me win the lotto because it's public, and then everybody be out. You just don't know how evil people are. Folk have been killed because they won the lotto. Folk trying to get your money. Hello, somebody. I I, I want to get mine in private. Hello, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and, and most folk that do have money, 
they don't really display that they have a lot of money. Hello, somebody. There's, there's some people that's over $100,000 corporations driving pickups. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Because that's wisdom. Uh, Sister Pam, you have something? What I would ask God for would be something. Amen. Amen. And, and, and people with money. Now, I've seen some folks that have a whole lot of money but didn't have their health and their strength. And it's like, man, it's like it's a waste. <laughs> and you're spending all your money on your health bills. Can you imagine that? Some folk have gone uh, bankrupt trying to pay their health bills. Hello, somebody. And that's why, uh, you know, uh, those who believe in, uh, in the fair, what was that, the act? They call it Obamacare, but what it's really called? Affordable the affordable health care plan. Yeah, the affordable health care plan is for people that don't have insurance to be able to see the doctor. I don't. I always wonder why it's so controversial. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as as somebody who loves the Lord, we want to make sure people are able to get taken care of, especially. And it's really not poor folk that's losing money on it. It's really those that have a little something, and then they have a. a, a, a health issue and they have they lose it all uh, over trying to pay their health care. Amen. So that's that's something good to ask for. Anybody else? Oh yeah. That's the law. She said that's the reason why they did they were one of the reasons. Oh Obamacare Yeah, yeah. But the other insurance companies down. That they was. Have certain, they have a waiting period, like two years, before you can actually cover if you if you have a certain illness after two years. Well, that's what the cover. that's what the law was for is for uh, pre yeah. pre-existing conditions. But that's yeah, one of that's the the law. major uh, well, benefits of the affordable health care. So that's that's why they did that. Uh, yeah, it's the law now. It's the law now. It ain't always been the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When I was in nursing and I worked at the hospital general hospital years ago, they turned people away. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. I, I knew the woman that died in the yeah. hall because she didn't have insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was the reason, one of the reasons why that, that uh, affordable health care uh, law was passed. So, uh, but health is a, it's a, it's a good thing, especially if you don't have it to ask for. Anything else before we move on? And most people, some people can yeah. apply for it now and get better rates than they got now. At the, you know, so you just need to check it out. It's an individual thing. Amen. I like it now because there isn't a waiting period. Uh, before, yeah. I mean, I've had high blood pressure for years, and I was working and had Blue Cross Blue Shield, and there I was going to the doctor, going to the doctor. Then after like about six, seven months, I get all this, you know, bills, you know, mm-hmm. hey, a, a 12 month waiting period. I, you know, prior, you know, existing to this, mm-hmm. but now it's not like that, and I think I think that is a good thing because I've seen so many people, especially oh, yeah. elderly people, mm-hmm. that oh, yeah. you know couldn't afford to eat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay the health care. Amen. So that's definitely when somebody, you know, if you've never had a real health care issue, uh, there's some folks that have had some real health care issues and have run into that problem. So uh, ask God for health. That, that I've heard you say that's the greatest wealth that you can have is your health. 
and, uh, and we need to take better care of our temples. Hello, somebody. Because sometimes we don't have good health because of what we are putting in our temple. Hello, somebody. Now, y'all don't realize how important it is to you yep. until, until you, you lose it. Yep. yep, that's right. That's right. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, is there anything else somebody would ask God for? I'd ask God if he let me it's just to win souls to the kingdom. Okay, you ask God for a harvest. Amen. To win souls to the kingdom. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is a, a good thing to ask God for. And, and the reason I wanted to pose that question, who says you can't have it all? Hello, somebody. Now, we may not get it all the way we want to. A lot of times we want to win stuff instead of work for it. Hello, okay. somebody. A lot of stuff, let me melt just a little bit. Most people that have money have businesses that produce money. Hello, somebody. Who says you can't have it all? Why not start your own business? Some of the biggest companies that we know today started in a garage. Hello, somebody. Some of the best tech companies that we know started in a garage. Who says you can't have it all if you're willing to work for it all? Hello, somebody. And also health. We praise God for health. Hello, somebody. We, you know, you want health now. You got to. The doctor told me what I needed to do. And guess what? I got better. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But I had to give up some stuff now. <laughs> I had to give up a whole lot of good stuff. Well, what I thought was good. <laughs> and uh, so, some of the stuff that you're asking for is might be right there at your fingertips. And you're willing. Now I say, what's in your hand? Hello, somebody. Who says you can't have it all? What's in your hand? You're as gifted as anybody else. You're as smart as anybody else. Hello, somebody. Am I right about it? Hello, somebody. Why not? Why not you? Why not you plundering the land? Why not you choosing the cities? Hello, somebody. If you already where you want to, why not run it? <laughs> run the city you already love that you in. Hello, somebody. But for the glory of God, of course. Amen. Amen. So who says you can't have it all? Say it to your neighbor, 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 or neighbor. neighbor. Who says you can't have it all? You can have it all, but you got to work for it. You got to fight for it. They have to fight for it. They have to go get it. You can go get it. You want to be a millionaire? Go get it. Do what millionaires do. Start companies. Go get it. Hello, somebody. Hello. Let me move on. <laughs> Who says you can't have it all? Who said? Wait, I'm a child of the king. Who said I can't have it all? Why not? Why not me? Well, if I, was, if I wasn't doing what God called me to do, boy, I'd probably be starting me a business. Do something. Hello, somebody. But I got to stay where God told me to be. <laughs> Hello. But some of y'all ain't called to preach like me. Some of y'all can be. Uh, who's a rich woman in the Bible? Seller of Purple. Darkest. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Now, um, the difference between prosperity preaching that you hear out there and what you're hearing tonight is is that you got to obey. 
Okay. Not to obey. You have to obey. Amen. And if you obey God and do what he told you to do, who says you can't have it all? Who says you can't not just be rich for being rich sake, but being rich for the kingdom's sake? Amen. Amen. So you're telling me I don't have to drink no spring water and spend you 29 <laughs> No, you ain't got to. But you, you know what you need to do? You need to package that spring water and sell it. <laughs> sell it yourself. <laughs> like he do it? That's what you need to do. <laughs> <laughs> you go to your house. No, I was going to joke. I was going to joke like, like some of them other guys. They go to the house and put spring water on it and sell it. You need to open up a business and sell it. That's what they're doing. That's a business. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. But they, you know, they, of course, they're doing it the bad way. But you can do it the good way. Up your own spring water company. Hello, somebody. Hello? Oh, grandmama say they they pay for water nowadays. <laughs> you thought they would never, Who would have thought <laughs> folks would pay extra for water? Hello, somebody. <laughs> well, if folks gonna buy it, hello, somebody. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some of them exposés on some of the spring water that's sold. It ain't even spring water. Hello, somebody. <laughs> So why not go to the spring water company? <coughs> Maybe another mother fields pies in town. It's called Field Spring Water. Hello somebody. <laughs> and send it all over the world. Hello somebody. <laughs> Who thinks you can't have it all? Come on now. You can have it all. So I want to bless those who are can do this last point. We're gonna to get to this video first. Uh but who says you can't get it on? These are the blessings of God. Somebody, I need a reader. Hold on, hold on. Let me go back. I need a reader. Who's going to read this right quick? I've, I've been done this one before. Who can read right quick? Tracy can. Tracy? Yeah, that's the words that's going to come on the screen. Okay. The words are going to be moving kind of quick. Uh, but this is based on uh, Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14, one of the uh, and, and this is what God was preparing them to do what they're doing now. He was preparing them to prosper. Okay? Yes, Let's sir. look at it. Okay, mm -hmm. sister. Lord, God, we lift up the party and give me your obey to the voice. Deuteronomy 28, 14. Now it shall come to pass that you do obey the voice of God, the Lord your God. <clears throat> To observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today. That the Lord your God will set you above high all nations of the earth. And the blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds. The increase of your cattle and the offspring of your crops. Blessed shall be your basket and your needle Blessed you shall be when you come in. Blessed shall you be 
expose your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you set your hands. told them before they went into the land. He's basically telling them you can have it all but you have to obey. Tell them somebody. And, and this is uh, Joshua took the commands and the Lord commanded his servant Moses so Moses commanded Joshua and Joshua did it. Hello someone. And he left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. Hello, somebody. You want to take the cities? You want to take the cash? You can't have it without the commandments. Amen. Amen. And you can't be slack in the commandments. It didn't say that Joshua did some of the things. Hello, somebody. Like, like many of us Christian folk, we do some of the things. But then there's areas of our lives that we keep for ourselves. And many times it's an area of giving. We don't believe in, in, you know, we believe everything else, but we don't believe in tithing. Hello, somebody. That's one of the biggest mistakes that you can make as a Christian. Because if you want to be blessed, just like the people of God, they wanted the land. They had to give Jericho up to the Lord. Hello, somebody. And once they gave Jericho up, they got to take the cities. They got to take the cash. Because they took God's commands. Um, so if you, you want to be blessed, there's no way to get around it. It's a blessing and obedience. Somebody may have, uh, God may, may want to make somebody rich. 
a millionaire. Some of y'all should probably be running companies that they paying you to run. How, how much money did you say uh, Burger King was making? A month, did you tell me that? Uh, a, year. a year. How much was Burger King? 2.3 million. 2.3 million dollars. And I know almost everybody in here can cook better than Burger King. <laughs> Hello, somebody. I know everybody. Everybody, young folks, everybody, everybody in here can cook better than Burger King. Hello, somebody. They're making two right out there on that corner, two point what one million dollars. Hello, some that food ain't even now, you know. I can talk about it now, now that you don't not there no more. <laughs> But, uh, you know, you know, it's not better than, than what we have down there. Yeah, really oh, oh, oh. You can put, uh, you can put, uh, pumpkins out of these. Please. Yeah. Anybody in here can probably put <laughs> Hello, somebody. When it comes to Paws Valley, when folks, somebody called me up and, and asked, you know, they were coming to Paws Valley, what's a good place to eat? You know what I had to tell them? Bethlehem. <laughs> can't, can't, can't nobody touch Bethlehem. <laughs> so, so God may be trying to instill something tonight. He said, if you can obey, who says you can't have it all? What can who, who says you can't have it all? Come on now. You think, uh, you know, them folks that own Burger King, unless they're Christian, the dog gonna get some of their money? Mm. Mm. Hello, somebody. Uh, <laughs> who said, you gonna write it down? Yeah, write it down, brother, write it down. <laughs> who, said, who said you can't have it all? Yeah, let, me, let me melt a little bit. Now, should I name this name? I ain't gonna name the name because I'm gonna be nice. But there's another place in town that's owned by. Yeah, they cook it in. <laughs> Hello, somebody. <laughs> and they and, and, and they got some stuff. They got some stuff. And, and check it out. They they got some stuff that's in Walmart now. And can't none of that mess with anything that we have. Hello. That's what I'm trying to get somebody to see. Somebody gonna catch the vision, and maybe God, and maybe God's gonna lead somebody who's gifted and talented, and God can can bless them to start something. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Joshua had to work for it. He just he didn't just he didn't just get it. He had to go out and work for it. Hello, somebody. Is that somebody in here that's willing to go out? <laughs> but I just mentioned the food that wasn't good, though. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. So, uh, who says you can't do it? You obey God's commands. You do everything God tells you to do. Who you want to bless? Somebody who's gonna obey him, or somebody that's not gonna obey him? Tell somebody. And Joshua kept the commands. He sure did. He did everything. He didn't leave it. He did it. He didn't leave nothing undone. Wow. Wow. He didn't leave nothing undone. 
And that word all, can anybody tell me the Hebrew meaning of the word all? The Greek transliteration of the word all? Anybody tell me? I didn't say Greek. All means all. That's all all means. <laughs> all means all. That's all all means. <laughs> all. Every, everything. Hello, somebody. <laughs> He did all that the Lord commanded Moses. Um, and this is where he tied Joshua 1.5. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. He told Joshua this. As I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Hello, somebody. God is the same God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses. Joshua, he's the same God today. He wants to do some incredible things today. But God's people got to begin to pose the question. Who says I can't have it all? I've been settling for little chunks. I've been working for other folk and making them rich. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Who says you can't have it all? Hello, somebody. Well, I want to thank you for coming out tonight, and we're going to enter into our time of prayer, and we pray that this lesson affected your, your life and what and how you will pray. Pray that God has birthed a vision within your heart, mind, and soul of something that's greater than yourself. Who says you can't have it out? <coughs> Why do I have to settle for less? When I'm the best. Ooh, I need to write that down. <laughs> Why do I need to settle for less when I'm the best? Hello, somebody. Uh, type for this right. Hello, somebody. And uh, so as we go into our time of prayer, we're going to officially kind of end. I know it's not 8 o'clock, but we're going to end uh, officially in, and you guys kind of wait till 8, okay? <laughs> wait till 8, okay? But we're going to officially end it as, as a church and wait till 8 to, to eat, amen? amen. all those who are able, we want you to get on your knees Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program, and before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. And I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family, and that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. Love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem. Again, we're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. But if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. Thank you for must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. And he raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 
that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, State of the Arts Build, a reality because you've taken time to give 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.